This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Tom and Bach, coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. Hey, what day is it? Uh, to my knowledge, Wednesday. Well, we're happier than a camel on Wednesday, baby. Jake Bakoven. Coach told me when we're in Rome, we do as Romans. And when we're in Italy, we do as Italians. So, Italians, they eat pizza after the game. Tom and Buck starts now. Got to talk to Doc Sadler uh, the other day, watching practice. It was good to catch up with Doc. I, I like that he's guy. He's a fun guy. Yeah, I just like that guy a lot. He's he's really genuine. I mean, he's a, just a genuine dude, and he remembers everybody. I mean, he's got a pretty good memory about, of course, he was a coach here, and then he left after he got fired. Uh, and now he came back, of course, with Fred Hoiberg and his, the defensive specialist on this staff. It's good to have him back uh, for sure. I wonder if he remembers me. One time uh, when I worked at a, a roast beef restaurant, I, I gave him a shake through the drive-thru. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I bet he does. I bet he remembers that. Why wouldn't you remember a guy that gave you a shake? They're delicious. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, by the way, 464-5685. A few texts. Uh, Jeremy texts in on the corpse flower that uh, Rico was talking about. Said they had one at Lorenzen Lorenzen Gardens. Is it that right? Lorenzen, yeah, yeah, I think Lorenzen so. Gardens I in Omaha, and uh, that it's amazingly stinky, very stinky. They they bloom apparently every three years. Uh, also, somebody says there was one at the Botanical Gardens in Omaha, and that they bloom every few years. So, there you go. Uh, we we know more about stinky uh, corpse flowers, <laughs> uh, and uh, Taylor says he was an EMT, and so he knows what it smells like rotting flesh it's not good yeah dead bodies he says it almost it gets on your skin to a certain degree i don't know what that yeah is. I, I, that's probably why he's not an emt anymore and he's now <laughs> taylor the fedex guy <laughs> yeah uh, i've known a few other people that you know they like they love it they love the excitement the fast pace of being an emt and helping people in that way and you remember the success stories and not so much the bad stories yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, there's just um, some some jobs that I'm not made for. That'd be one of them. Uh, that would be one of them for me as well. I, I don't like my own blood, let alone somebody else's. Yeah, I just go. Somebody need help? You go icky. Oh, gross. <laughs> it's icky. <laughs> I don't. You're gonna need somebody to else to do that. <laughs> yeah, but you're an EMT. Well, yeah, but it's not my. I'm thing. really just the driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the Braves are the dri- in the driver's seat right now. The Braves beat the Astros last night, six to two, uh, in Game One of the World Series. Game Two is tonight. But in that game, pitcher Charlie Morton got hit in the lower leg by a shot up the middle. It went 102 miles an hour. 
Yeah. And he broke his fibula. But he kept pitching. He said it it hurt to run, but he was just on the mound. And when his leg came down, a little pain there. It didn't look that bad. It didn't look terrible. He was walking. Look, yeah. Um, but um, that was pretty incredible. And you got to feel good good for uh, Jorge Soler. He started off that game with a home run for the Braves. They've had nine home runs in the postseason from guys that weren't on their team at the beginning of the season. They added a lot at the trade yeah. deadline, uh, and it worked out really well. They only won 88 games, but they had to win a lot of games just to get into the playoffs down the stretch. Uh, and now they beat the Dodgers. They're about, you know, they're one game up on the Astros that have been in the World Series three of the last five years. Astros a huge favorite, but maybe they shouldn't have been with all the momentum that the Braves had, uh, and they play game two uh, tonight. So there you go on that one. Um, also, notice that the Lakers almost lost. I think the Laker fans should be concerned. I know LeBron didn't play last night, but they were playing San Antonio. I do think they figured out a way to play Russell. Uh, don't have him with LeBron. <laughs> yeah, don't play LeBron. <laughs> yeah, yeah he had a good game. Uh, LeBron apparently could have played last night. He has the sore ankle or the twisted ankle. But Russell played great. He uh, had 33 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists in that game. AD had uh, 35 points, and they win in overtime, 125 to 121. But it made me realize Russell has not played well. I mean, we all knew this. Has not played well with LeBron and AD together. But when one of them are missing, I think he's going to be great. So you should stagger the minutes, right? You should have Russell yeah. in there when you don't have LeBron in there. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be great for the regular season yeah. to have him just take over games. But he's he's the type of guy that's it's he's not a complimentary player. Yeah. You know, you run the offense through him, or you don't. And they yeah. they choose to run through AD first mm. and foremost, and then LeBron. Um, and so he's kind of the third option yeah. there. And so it's it's interesting to see if he can kind of learn how to play that way. You know, Carmelo had to do that. You kind of somewhat let your ego go, but part of it is just what your strength is. Uh, He's still always going to be a one-man fast break and one of the best to do it in the business. So, you know, at at times it's going to work, but as far as as half-court sets, he's kind of a liability as a jump shooter. And so, you know, I don't know. He took a ton of shots. He took 27 shots last yeah. night. Oh, to he'll get, do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to get 33 points. But he also had 10 rebounds and 8 uh, assists. He's going to be great. I just don't think that you can play him a lot with uh, both LeBron and AD. You're going to have to stagger the minutes or ask him to come off the bench, which I'm not sure Russell's going to be happy with if he, when you tell him that. Yeah, maybe You can tell him. Minutes. I'm not going to tell him. <laughs> uh, Russell doesn't like uh, doing anything but Russell's way. And AD kind of had an injury scare. I think he's okay. And then the the next yeah. game on TNT, Nikola Jokic yeah. had an injury scare. Yeah. I, I don't know if well, that turned I, out. I'm more concerned about Jokic than AD because AD is always falling on the floor. I mean, he gets injured. <laughs> he gets injured every other game. Uh, so I don't even think about it anymore with him. He feels like he might be a little bit prone to injury, but he's a great player. Uh, let's get to box tops. What's the uh, category today? Uh, the most famous alumni from Purdue University, where Nebraska will, uh, of course, invite their football team to play All right. this week. Uh, since it's Halloween, let's start with the darker side of Purdue. Okay. There's, uh, there's a dark side. There's a few There's a few uh, alums that they'd it's probably rather not school. have me mention. It can't be easy to get into Purdue, right? No, there. I don't think that. I think it's a pretty good yeah. school. Surprisingly, on their list of, uh, of alumni, I didn't run through too many engineers. Huh. Of course, I don't know too many famous engineers, but anyways. Uh, all right, the darker side of Purdue. How about uh, Vikram S. Uh, Buddy? Uh, he's a uh, student and teaching assistant at Purdue. He was. He was imprisoned by the United States authorities in 2006 for writing content criticizing George W. Bush, including uh, de- direct death threats 
uh, via his Yahoo account and publishing them online. He ended up getting 57 months in jail for that. Wow. Well, it sounds like uh, <laughs> when you threaten the president of the United States, you probably should go to jail. Yeah, yeah. And imagine he was teaching at uh, Purdue at the time, so that's kind of odd. Uh, Sarah Jo Pender is an American woman convicted along with her former boyfriend of murdering their roommates in 2000 in Indiana. She claimed ever since that that she is a victim of wrongful conviction. Uh, she came to national attention in 2008 after she escaped from Rockville Correction facility, uh, facility and was featured on America's Most Wanted. She was recaptured by police in December at a house in Chicago, and she is a, a Purdue alum. How many women serial killers are there? There can't be very many. Yeah, it doesn't seem... That seems to be more of a man type of crime. Well, I mean, that's not necessarily a serial killer, but she did kill her boyfriend and the roommates, right? So Just the roommates. Her boyfriend helped her kill Oh, okay. Well, I don't two know. Is, is two a serial killer? No, I don't think if so. If you I, have help from somebody, is I that think, just one each? I think it's got to be at least four to be a serial Oh, okay. So, or, you know, you're killing serial. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I just... Uh, I, I don't think... Uh, I remember any women being them. I, I yeah. can't think of one. Very rare. Yeah. Uh, also, my last member of the darker side of Purdue is uh, Eric Justin Toth. Uh, he was an American former fugitive and sex offender. He was in, in 2012. He replaced Osama bin Laden on the FBI's 10 most wanted list as the 495th fugitive to be placed on the list by the FBI. He was eventually captured, captured in, in Nicaragua in uh, 2013. In March 2014, he was sentenced to federal court to 25 years in prison. And he graduated with a bachelor's degree in education from Mary Oh, Purdue. nice. Ooh, at least he, <laughs> he'll always have his degree. That's right. Yeah, uh, that's good. Degree and uh, top ten most wanted. I mean, yeah. that's, well, that's probably go. pretty rare. That's pretty know. good. Most of those guys probably don't get degrees. Maybe they do. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. I'm just assuming. Yeah, I uh, think but, you're assuming wrong. But most of them not from Purdue anyway. Just because you're a killer doesn't mean you're not smart. Yeah, you might be very smart. Right. I mean, to be a top ten, you have to be probably pretty smart That's because right. you know you're still missing. You know, you can't, can't catch. You. If they can't catch you, then yeah. you're probably uh, really smart. Uh, how about number seven on my list? We're we're moving away from the, uh, oh, the bad guys because it's getting old. I mean, oh, yeah. it's getting like a, there's a lot of death in the room today. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Halloween, you know. I thought yeah. bring it up. Uh, also, I just you know sometimes you get the most famous alumni in all the good categories. Yeah. Let's uh, let's also say you know yeah. it's it would be hard you know. Sometimes you could blame that on the school or whatever, yeah. but it's hard. You can't tell every student is, is not going to be a criminal. <laughs> yeah. No. If they uh, have the grades to get in, they get in. That's right. They get in, and uh, sometimes they get in because they got their degree and they learned how to be a better criminal. Yeah, that's right. So I blame the school. Not <laughs> I blame Purdue. Uh, number eight on my list, Bob Peterson, who works at Pixar. Uh, I put him on this list list because he's the voice of Roz in Monsters, Inc. Uh, and the I think the guy's from... Um, the Happy Hour do a pretty good Roz impression. Oh, really? Uh, he also worked in Toy Story, A Bug's Life, Finding Nemo, Cars, and most recently, Luca. You have a favorite Pixar movie? Uh, no, no. Um, too old for him. No, I, I like Pixar. I like I like animation. Yeah, and I like uh, certain movies. I just can't. Nothing sticks with me right now. No, Toy Story. I, oh, I do like Toy Story. I didn't. Yeah, know that's it was a really Pixar. good. One. It was a Pixar thing. Yeah. Look, see, I never know who made the damn thing. <laughs> yeah. I just watch it. <laughs> That's true, yeah. yeah. Uh, Toy Story is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, how about number eight on my list? Like I said uh, before, if there's a uh, wrestler among the list, I'll include him. Uh, very famous wrestler from before the – the wrestling used to be, like, regional. So yeah. it's kind of – you know, you yeah, travel yeah, yeah. around. It wasn't I was always – it was very regional. Yeah, it wasn't always the WWE uh, ruin, you know, ruling over everything. So now uh, this guy was back when he was regional. His, his name was Dick the Bruiser was his uh, name in wrestling. He played football at Purdue in Nevada, would go on to be drafted and play for the Packers. He actually suffered an injury to his larynx while playing for the Packers, which wow. gave him a uh, – 
the deeper voice which he used in wrestling. It kind of became a trademark for him. Uh, in an interesting match he had in November 19th in 19, 9, 1957, he was involved in a tag team match with a couple other guys I don't know. But in any case, it was at Madison Square Garden in New York City before a, cr- a crowd of almost 13,000 fans. After the match ended, fighting among the wrestlers continued, and a large number of fans joined in, leading to a riot. Two policemen were injured, two fans were arrested, and over 60 policemen had difficulty dispersing the angry crowd, and the floor of the arena was littered with hundreds of broken chairs. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> now, thats I would watch more of that, because now they're just they're doing that stuff, but it's all fake. Uh, these, these, <laughs> they don't have 13,000 people start fighting each other. That's not as good. That's probably not as good, but it's still, I mean, to watch it on TV would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't remember. I bet you, did you ask DP about Dick the Bruiser? Oh, no, I should have because I bet he's he a big wrestling fan. I bet he would know who he is. Yeah. Probably I'm a big interview. wrestling fan, too. Just uh, this guy's yeah. a little before my yeah. time. Uh, he was actually, because of that, he was banned from the New York State Athletic Commission, so he wasn't allowed to fight in New York anymore. That's too bad. <laughs> but anyways, also former late-night talk show host David Letterman, who's from Indianapolis, like Dick the Bruiser was, named his television show band the World's Most Dangerous Band in homage to the wrestler. I think he was the world's most dangerous man. Okay, I didn't know that. See, yeah. that's that's good information to have. Yeah, kind of interesting. Appreciate that. Uh, number six on my list. Uh, the, the list gets better. Trust me. There's more famous alumni after these guys. Uh, but uh, Robert C. Baker, he probably should be higher on my list. He's known as the George Washington Carver of poultry. He actually invented the chicken nugget. Wow. Thanks to Purdue. I mean, that's that's what how it happened. He got his uh, doctor from Purdue. He went to a couple other schools, including Penn State. Uh, but he is a credit to more than forty poultry, turkey, and cold cut innovations. Uh, in addition to creating the chicken nugget, he's responsible for uh, a revolutionary way to bind breading to chicken. Yeah. Uh, he co-invented the machine responsible for deboning chicken and created the chicken and turkey hot dog and turkey ham. I don't think the nugget does very well in the refrigerator. Like the the nugget day after is not as good. It's not nearly like I can eat cold <laughs> Why chicken. Why would you say chicken nuggets a day after? Because I can't eat them all sometimes. <laughs> Uh, but They're not that type of food, I don't think, though. I know. I mean, and it's disappointing. <laughs> that I, I, I sometimes have put them in the refrigerator thinking it'll be good tomorrow, and it's not good. I've never heard of anybody try to save chicken nuggets. They're so small and pretty not too costly, well, you just throw them to the hey, side. Waste not, want not, Bach. <laughs> I guess not. That's right. Well, now we know. Chicken nuggets, you can't really reheat you can't, them. You can't reheat them and them taste good. I mean, I, I don't think yeah. they taste very good reheated. Uh, number five on my list uh uh, Chesley Solenberg is best known uh, for the movie. I, I, I guess for me, at least, he's moved from the movie Soli, which was directed by Clint Eastwood, starring Tom Hanks as Solenberg himself, and Aaron Eckhart was also in the movie, uh, based on Solenberg's heroics, which in 2009, uh, he was the, he was piloting Air, Air, Airways Flight 1549 in the Hudson Rivers off Manhattan, and both engines were disabled by a bird strike, but all 50, 155 people on board survived. Uh, and uh, because of his heroics, he was ranked second in Time's Top 100 Most Influential Heroes and Icons of 2009. Michelle Obama beat him out, but yeah. still, pretty darn good. And uh, President George H.W. Bush Service Dog was named solely after uh, Chelsea Solenberg. Um, so that's kind of interesting, too. He, he earned a master's degree in industrial psychology from Purdue University in 1973. Did you ever see Sully, the movie? Yeah, I did. It was yeah. pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, and, you know... There was a big investigation afterwards. Like, did he do something wrong? No, his, the bird hit the engine, and then he had to land it in the river. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Why are you questioning this guy? Stop it. I, I watched that movie, and I went, don't birds 
more often run into engines, wouldn't you think? <laughs> I, I, th- I would think it happens all the time, but probably not in the right spot where it probably just kills yeah. the bird normally. Yeah. Uh, in this case, it almost killed everybody. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, oh, what is that in Star Wars, the, the, the Death Star or wherever, where yeah. if, you, if you hit it in the yeah. right spot, it blows up. Yeah, it had to be a perfect strike by the bird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that bird is... That bird really actually made Sully a hero, so maybe yeah. he owes some debt. He owes that bird that, a lot. That and that bird's not here to thank he's, anymore. He's dead. <laughs> All right, number four on my list. How about Jim Gaffigan, uh, the famous comedian? Uh, uh, he attended Purdue University for one year and actually was a member of their football team as a walk-on in 1984. He would eventually transfer and graduate from Georgetown, but uh, a lot of he's kind of like a family comedian. You know, he doesn't do a lot of raunchy he's stuff. Funny. He's pretty funny. I yeah. think he's very funny. Uh, you think he's funny? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, I think Gaffigan's got a definite hot pockets niche. joke. And yeah, yeah. he's. he's he, Jokes a lot about his weight and yeah. food, and I mean, it always works. It always seems to work. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of interesting yeah. how he played football there. I've seen pictures of it. It looks odd to see Jim Gaffigan in a football uniform. Uh, yeah, no- I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know he attended uh, Purdue and played football there. Number three on my list, Orville Redenbacher was American food scientist and businessman. Uh, of course, most associated with the brand of popcorn. Uh, that is, you know, named after him. It's now owned by ConAgra. He's kind of had that signature wavy hair and a bow tie. He was very good for promotion for the for the uh, the popcorn. Redbarker actually marched in the tuba in uh, marched tuba in the Purdue All American Marching Band. Uh, he also ran track uh, at Purdue and worked at the uh, I think at the newspaper at Purdue. He graduated in 1928, so it's been a while since Oral Redenbacher was uh, uh, was there. Uh, but anyways. Uh, yeah. Actually, in 1988, Purdue University awarded him an honorary doctorate, which I don't know is—I don't know about those honorary degrees. Those no, are kind of weird. That feels like you just want him to give you a bunch of money, which is yeah. probably what happens. I didn't know that Orville Redenbacher Popcorn became ConAgra. It was owned yeah. by ConAgra, yeah, a Nebraska company. Yeah, so, and so yeah, now yeah, maybe yeah. that's some trash talk yeah. we can have. Uh, yeah. Maybe bulletin board. We own type you. Of stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. <laughs> we'll go. Aaron Rodgers. We own you, literally. At least uh, one of your alumni. It's been a, it's been a few years since he's passed, so I think I can mention this. Uh, Redenbarker died in a jacuzzi at his uh, at his condo in California. He suffered a heart attack and drowned. Wow, I didn't uh, know that. A, that's a weird way. That's a bad way to go, but a no, kind of weird way to go for something fun like popcorn. And yeah, have, a, have that thing. I remember his commercials vividly. Yeah, like he was he was an old. He looked like uh, Colonel Sanders, kind of. Yeah, and he would go on and sell. And I didn't like Orville. I don't. I don't like that. Popcorn. I've never been too impressed. It, by that it wasn't either. very good. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think that was the best brand by any means. I thought it was one of the worst brands. Actually, but one of the best marketing. Yeah, was the marketing popcorn, was. Yeah. That's the only reason I bought it because the yeah. marketing was so good. Uh, in uh, number two on my list, I, I by the way, I'm keeping most athletes on the list off the list. I know people are mentioning Drew Brees and stuff, but um, I, this is you know outside of the athletic realm for the most part. Unless it's uh, like a coach, like John Wooden. John Wooden, that you wouldn't know me. Maybe you know you correlate him with UCLA. John Wooden was actually a player at Purdue and was named All Big Ten and All Midwestern from 1930 to 1932. Uh, he was the first ever player to be named three-time consensus All-American, and he was nicknamed the Indiana Rubber Man because he would just dive all over the court. Uh, he, he graduated from Purdue in 1932 with a degree in English. Of course, would go on to win 10 NCAA championships as a coach at UCLA. Maybe the best coach ever. He is the best coach ever. I mean, isn't he? He's, I mean, he's, I mean, he's yeah. got, got an argument. It feels for it. like he is the best coach ever. Uh, certainly in college basketball. He's the, certainly, yeah. certainly the best college basketball coach ever. How but, many titles would he win in a row in the modern age? Probably not a lot. I mean, they, they were 
sweet. I mean, there were like 16 teams invited. Yeah, when yeah, yeah. Started getting yeah. invited, so you'd win three games, or, and then they went to 32, and he was still winning. So it's much more competitive. But they had all the best. players. He had the dynasty. Yeah. He, he had all the best players all the time. But he could also coach. Uh, there are rumors, not even rumors, that he was cheating. He was cheating in recruiting. <laughs> Why? I've Why heard, would he do that? I've heard that argument before, but, no. but I've heard that argument about many coaches. Yeah, I think most coaches cheat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go with your strikes. That would be my guess. Yeah. Uh, number one on my list, Neil Armstrong, the first person to walk on the moon. He decided to go to Purdue after watching a football game between the Boilermakers and the Ohio State Buckeyes at Ohio Stadium in 1945, in which the Boilermakers uh, had, a, a, had a big victory against the highly regarded Buckeyes. So that's why I chose Purdue. He was a baritone player in the Purdue All-American Marching band uh, and he graduated with a bachelor of science degree in aeronautical engineering in uh in, I, I don't have the date there i messed yeah. it up but anyways yeah and then uh actually it's a pretty good school for astronauts at least around that time because yeah. uh, gene cernan also went there he became the 11th man to walk on the moon and is actually the last man to walk on the moon in 1972 yeah. why haven't we been to the moon since 1972 i don't know i i blame neil armstrong it's just he made it like i can't right i mean one small step for man one giant leap yeah. for man who can top that who well, can top that still so you, you just, think it's like you know once you see tom brady i get uh, guys will start quitting football now that tom brady has dominated so much it feels like that like he just he's the guy when you think of the moon and you think of flight you think of neil armstrong i always like how the uh how they planted the United States flag there. Yeah. Like, this is the 51st that's state. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Our moon is yeah. ours. That's right. And they did stuff like hit golf balls. And, yeah. You know, they would drink Tang. and I guess that's probably why they I, didn't go back. Yeah, I wonder how. <laughs> what else right. are you going to do? What else are you going to do? I, I wonder how big of a fight, though, it was to get, you know, be the first one out. Like, Neil. Did he, oh, yeah. Did he have to fight Buzz Aldrin to get to the door? I always think it's like, the, the you know, they drew straws like they did. Yeah. What was that movie with Bruce yeah. Willis? They had to have done it that yeah. way. <laughs> that's right. uh, but that's a good pick. I mean, he, he's he's pretty good to have Neil Armstrong at the top of your list. Yeah, I think there's a, there's about four or five guys that went to Purdue yeah. that are pretty notable. And then the rest of the list, I just kind of had to throw together. Yeah, a lot of a lot of murderers. <laughs> some murderers. Uh, yeah, that's right. Some guy that created chicken nuggets. That's pretty <laughs> that's good. Right. And, and Orville Redenbacher. <laughs> yeah. So that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, let's get. Where would right. this world be without Purdue? To be honest, after after well, that list, we do need engineers. They're kind of important. Yeah. Oh, but remember earlier this year where they couldn't get their big drum into Notre yeah, Dame Yeah, they're Stadium? not very good engineers. They're, they're, good engin- they're engineers, but they're not great engineers. <laughs> uh, so they couldn't even get their drum into the stadium earlier this year. Uh, let's get to break. Talk to Tom Deanhart. Uh, he works for Purdue. Well, he, he writes for goldandblack.com. He, he writes about Purdue. Uh, that's what he does. And we'll talk to Tom coming up next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.